This is an uncensored podcast about sex and sexual topics. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the person or persons sharing them. Some names have been changed to preserve the anonymity of its participants. Welcome back to Make Sex With Me. I'm your host, Drew Michael. Just a reminder, if you haven't yet do if you haven't yet done it, <laughs> go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. We really need your support. And if you don't do it, I'm gonna come to your house and beat you up. And so is Priscilla. <laughs> Hi Priscilla! Hi, what an intro. <laughs> I know. That last part I just made up. <laughs> I've never beaten anybody up before. I would hate to beat someone up, someone up. I'd be really bad at it. I would just I would just honestly go to their house and I would just like just be so annoying until they did it. Really? Just like I'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" Basically, I would force them to listen to the podcast 24/7 on a loop. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might just leave a note and hope that they they respond or subscribe and then leave another note the next day and yeah next day, i will and follow day. up with a more aggressive tactic each time it'll escalate and then like it could be like well did you you probably didn't watch the watcher did you watch the watcher no you shouldn't watch it while you're home alone <laughs> but it's so good I thought you were just gonna say you shouldn't watch it. No, you should watch it. I mean, it's like it's like a eerie, spooky show. It's a true story, um, set in New Jersey, so nowhere near Montana. Um, oh, but, I um, that, for some reason, I thought it was that Henry Cavill show on Netflix where oh, no, he's like in. Yeah. is that it? That's the that's the Witcher. Oh yeah. So ooh, literally the train. Oh, what was that? Uh, I live across the tracks. You live on the other side of the tracks from me. I do. Oh, it's noisy. And Sorry. The other side of like, you're on the other side of like two mountain ranges. Yeah, yeah, on the mm. other side of the country. Um, so you're in you're in Montana. Correct. Dog sitting. Dog sitting, house sitting. Um, learning how to be a mountain woman. I'm actually really grumpy today because uh, I got stuck in the snow um, about 10 feet outside of the house. So that's like a great place to get stuck in the snow. But I managed like your, to... your car or yeah, your body? My, I'm driving my cousin's truck. Um, I'm house sitting for my cousin. And her truck got stuck in the snow because there was like five feet of, of snow that came yesterday. And I didn't know where I was driving and I drove like off a ditch. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I got out of it. I learned how to do that, which is really cool. But then you after picked up the truck with your hands, I, I attempted, I was like, what if I could just rock it? No, that's just not possible. I'm too small for that. And, uh, but I shoveled myself out of it. And then afterwards I found out that the car doesn't really work. It just, it just keeps on shutting off. Like I'll drive and then it'll turn off. So I'm like kind of stranded here. <laughs> Wait, where's your car? My car's in town. I um, decided to switch to my cousin's truck because it has four wheel drive. My car is a hybrid and probably right. won't handle the mountain roads very well. So, but now wow. I have like a dead truck. Um, but I mean, it's a, it's a happy story. Um, I, my neighbors here saved me. They confirmed that the car is not working and they're going to drive me to my rental place on Saturday. And I rented a Subaru with, with winter tires and four wheel drive. Mm. I feel like this is like a horror movie, um, where we find out that your cousin, has been wanting to murder you for a long time because this is the second thing that's gone kaput, right? That she like failed to tell you about. Yeah. Yeah. The other one was the power going out for like 12 hours. <laughs> Which for someone from LA is like the worst possible scenario. I really love electricity. Yeah. You, you nailed it, Drew. I'm, I feel like I'm being tested or like primed for murder. So. Yeah. Either way, I just kind of have to laugh about it. And um, I mean, I'm I'm really good at chopping wood now. Um, and I I can shovel out of a snow ditch. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, I know that like I won't get bored sitting in the dark for several hours. <laughs> Things to do. Have you um, secured the axe? Like, or do you know where it is at all times? Like, uh, well, I, I mean, I definitely think that I'm gonna die if I have to like fight my cousin. She's she knows how to shoot things, and uh, she's okay. probably like a lot scrappier than I am. But are you? Do you have a gun with you? Like, what's happening? No, I just really have like my wits, which are not very attuned to. Montana mountain. Um, I mean, mm. I know how to drive on the freeway in LA. That's probably the most street skills that I've honed since, since my time on this planet. But yeah, I think I'm, we should, we should send your cousin to LA to drive on the freeway and see how she does. <laughs> right? she, but she's from probably from California though. Right? Uh, she's, or no? she's from Dallas. She, it's a good point. She, she was a city girl and then, acclimated as one does around here you have to, i have no choice but to get used to it so yeah here I am. You've, you've made your you've made your snowy bed and now you must lie in it oh my god i did a sexy thing i um was inspired oh. by chelsea handler have you seen her like 47 year um old birthday instagram where she's like skiing topless um down a mountain in canada she just has like these like little sticker pasties <laughs> yeah i did see that i was i worked out and it was really i was really hot after working out and i was like 
I'm going to make a naked snow angel. And I did. It was awesome. <laughs> did you document this? Uh, I did. Thing? I did. I took it. I sent it to, I sent it to Viv. Oh, Viv must have been so excited to see that. <laughs> Viv was more just like, wow, you did that, hey? <laughs> um, have you ever done... Wait, you were just topless or you were completely naked? I was just topless. I didn't want to be completely oh. naked. It was, it, was a, it was like a little chill thrill on the top half. Yeah, I think it's if you send completely naked photos of yourself making snow angels to England, I think it's um, trafficking. I think they call uh. it sex trafficking. <laughs> Not sure. I mean, maybe you can give me some advice on this. It's like, how does one do a full body selfie naked and look good? Well, um, how did you did you just like throw the phone up in the air and jump into the frame? And like, how did you do it? So I was flat on the fluff and then I put the phone in front of me and then I just made sure to catch some nip and some fluff so that, Oh yeah. It was a tasteful thirst, uh, selfie. Yeah. Thirst trap. Um, I, I mean, I assumed you would like set the phone up somewhere on the, on the porch and you know, uh, I don't know. No, I could have done a timer. Like, but like ice bucket challenge style like you were like i'm gonna do a naked snow angel and then you know <laughs> i thought that's what you were doing but i love that um did how long were you able to be topless in the snow before you like hated it um honestly i didn't um really i think after that i took the photo i thought well this is kind of lame i don't want to be naked anymore and just put my clothes back on and did not, it wasn't because I was cold. So it, it was like, Oh, you're I like did the that. Opposite. You're the opposite of a nudist. Do you like <laughs> prefer to wear clothes all the time? <laughs> it was pretty exhilarating to be naked outside though. That was cool. I mean, well, you know, top half naked. Oh, I love, I always loved to be naked outside in the snow as well. Um, I wouldn't say that. I don't think I've done that before. I usually like summer nudity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I we used to we used and when I was living in Michigan, we used to get in the hot tub and then we would jump into the snowbank and then get back in the hot tub. That was always fun, but we were never. I mean, we probably were naked a couple times. You know, me and my dad. No, I'm kidding. That never happened. <laughs> Got weird. Well, um, me and my friends. We uh, do that. That sounds nice. It's a lot of fun. Like it was always really nice. All natural you, well, snow bath. Do you have a hot tub on on site or anything like it? No, but there's a very very sweet bathtub which I take many of, many many baths, and there is a sweet wood stove, so I get nice and toasty. Um, and no, but no, no hot tub. There should be one though. Ugh. I would so if I had that setup that your cousin has, I would like have one of those ones where you fill it with water and then you use wood to to heat it. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. That would be so good. And I would just be naked and 
because it's really beautiful to be in a hot tub like when it's actually snowing it's like so cool Ooh, that would be gorgeous well when i see yeah. you in december we can ask henry if we can use his hot tub and then we could turn on a snow machine and recreate snow falling. <laughs> I mean, we could, or forget the snow part, just be nice to do an outdoor heat, heated, with the heated yeah. in South Carolina. Minus snow. I mean, it's I, literally I 70. Snow. It's like 70 here right now. Like, I literally, I mean, there might be a hurricane coming. Like, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. There's a hurricane that hit Florida, right? <gasps> did you? Yeah, did but you... it's not nearly as bad. What? I'm laughing because Why are you Tiff- laughing? Tiffany Trump is supposed to get married at Mar-a-Lago this weekend, but she can't because of Hurricane Nicole. <laughs> oh, my God. But honestly, it's not even that bad. I feel like she could still get married. She could get married, but she thinks she invited like hundreds of people to to fly in from out of state, and like people are are told they can't travel. I think they're all like they were all like she was lucky to get them anyway because nobody likes her. So it was like they were like, "Ugh, just one more thing, really, Tiffany. We're not coming. We just can't do it." <laughs> There's a fucking we hate Nicole, Tiffany. We can't do it. <laughs> And she can't and there even was... cry to her dad because her dad is really grumpy about the election. Yeah, there's no, there was no red wave. Everyone's blaming him. Hey, oh my I... god, he, he's getting. When you blame, this is the funniest thing about Trump. When you blame him, he goes on like a, a name calling bender. He <laughs> apparently is name calling all the governors that don't like him right now. Oh yeah, like he called. He called Ron DeSantis, um, Ron DeSanctimonious or something. Yes, it is. This is like the biggest word he knows. I don't even know how he came up with that. Yeah, it doesn't even matter if it works in the sentence. He's just like, it sounds bad, so here you go. And everyone that loves Trump is like, ha, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. (laughs) We're so smart. Yeah. But I just love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's still such a delicate time. I mean, like... We still don't know who's got control of the House or the Senate. It's yeah. like really delicate, but I think they're just so what they're just like so upset or like surprised that it wasn't just like a sweeping victory. Yeah, yeah. The like all the news reports are saying that the red wave that was expected was more of a ripple. I mean, there were still a lot of Democrats that got elected. No, I'm sorry, Republicans that got elected. Like that, I think I saw some stat where there was like 200 elected officials that got elected that deny the 2020 results too. So that's great for a democracy. Um, what else? Um, and yeah, I don't know. What were your takeaways for the? The midterms. The midterms for me were, um, I mean, I'm really sad. I mean, there was some really amazing politicians running in the gubernatorial races, like Beto and um, Stacey Abrams. I was really, really excited about Stacey Abrams because she's just like, I think she's the most intelligent politician I've ever heard speak. Like, I don't understand how anyone could say anything bad about her. She's literally a genius. Yeah. Yeah. And she just knows what's what. She's been on the ground. She knows what's what. 
She knows the statistics. And no one's more deserving of governor than she is. I know. She should definitely be governor. And she wrote, like, all those, like, sexy novels, too. Oh, she wrote sexy novels? Did you not know that? Yeah. She um, is, like, a, a romance writer. She has, like, a pseudonym. I don't remember what it is. But, yeah, she... She, uh, on top of being a badass woman, she also writes like boudoir busters. It's so hot. <gasps> oh my God. I want to read all of them. Yeah. That'd be so cute. Why am I um, not reading them right now? Don't read them right now. Um, oh, okay. yeah, it is. It's really awful that she lost. What was interesting about, um, Georgia is that there were like people um there people voted for brian kemp who eventually won but um there are more people who voted for brian kemp and raphael warnock than brian kemp and herschel walker so like it was kind of like a split ticket so the there were there are lots of swing voters i suppose in georgia is what i'm saying um so so there are so there are more people who wanted Raphael Warnock, the Democrat, to win than for Stacey Abrams to win as governor, which is interesting. Yeah, so he so Warnock is running for Senate. Right. Yeah. So from so, Georgia. Yeah. So he got more votes than Stacey Abrams did, even though they're both Democrats. Who's that other hot guy who um one in the last midterm from Georgia. John Senate. Yes. Yeah, he's cute. Where's his hot little booty? What's he up to? Is he something again or no? He's still senator. He didn't have oh, to... He, uh, he, he wasn't up for a re-election. Oh, that's so hot. I'm so... I just... I'm, I'm fully um, interested in hotter people being politicians. Are you... I mean, except for in the case of that one governor, I think it's from, like, Nevada or whatever. I'm sorry, Nevada. Um, What's the one? She's, like, she was a big, like, campaigner against, like, trans girls playing sports. Like, she's trying to protect girls' athletics. Oh, I don't know. Sounds like an asshole, though. Well, she's so beautiful. And she's, she's, like, equally as beautiful as the governor of Michigan. Except um, for she's a total c-word, and um, I guess they reelected the governor. What? The governor of Michigan's a total smokestack. So hot. She's so hot, but she's too hot almost. Like I don't even like trust her because I don't trust she's naturally that hot. <laughs> like she's had. <laughs> she's had a lot of work done, and that's weird because yeah. you don't see a woman like that in Michigan. <laughs> It's like it would be just as weird as seeing a woman like that in Montana. I I think <laughs> this is so funny. I think like she's on camera all the time. She gets her photograph taken constantly. She probably wants to get like a little bit of talks here and there just so she looks good in front of the cameras. I mean, Joe Biden had a little bit of talks during the Obama administration. This woman Totally. This woman is like it's like they're injecting, and I don't want to give them any ideas. I don't want to give the right any ideas, but it is kind of like they're injecting baby cells into her face or something. <laughs> if Maybe. She looks fantastic. If anything's coming out of abortion, 
It's that they're injecting the dead babies into her face. Yes, this helps everybody. It does. It helps, especially the babies. Because they don't have to be alive right now. Especially people's faces. Especially the people that are trying to assassinate her (laughs) constantly. Um, (laughs) What? I'm like, I'm like so out of the loop. What was this like assassination attempt on Nancy Pelosi that affected her husband? Oh gosh. Uh, Yuck. David DePape. He was a 4chan right-wing zealot who wanted to prove a point to um, to Democrats, I guess, and knock out Nancy Pelosi's knees. And uh, he's definitely radicalized by, like, the Trump MAGA right-wing conspiracy shit. She probably thinks, he probably thinks that Nancy is a lizard, pedophile, all that stuff. And um, Nancy wasn't home because David DePape wasn't doing his research. He probably should he probably should have just like checked her Twitter or something like that. Right. And her her husband was home instead. And he wanders in and is like, Where's Nancy? Where is Nancy? And Paul Pelosi is able to go like, Oh yeah, like she's not here. Let's just just like sit down, calm down a little bit. And so it convinces him to like calm down a little bit while he hightails it to the bathroom where he texts the or calls the police and goes like, There's somebody here trying to kill me. <laughs> and, and while he's like in the bathroom, the like the police come like really quickly. But like by the time they arrive, Paul Pelosi and this crazy dude are like already in a tussle. And he manages to like smack his hammer against his skull. <gasps> um and so now Paul Pelosi has a fractured skull and some other serious injuries. He's gonna make a full recovery, but um, yeah, that's, that is the story. I'm like, I'm so confused because I'm like, so when Nancy Pelosi is not at her house, there's just nobody protecting it? Right. She, uh, her security detail is with her when she's traveling, but not for her family. Um, but like, what's, what's to prevent a person from like going into her home and like planting something like a bomb or a bug or like. It's like yeah, it's what? A, yeah, you're right. Um, it's getting really bad, and that's like the big concern is that people are becoming more and more radicalized now. Um, you know, it's like I, I did my my other takeaway from the the elections were, were like, you know, Republicans are like, uh, like crime is going up. Um, it's so dangerous now. Um, Democrats want to defund the police, but it's these right wing assholes who are like smacking people's heads with hammers and, and like doing mass shootings and wanting more guns. Um, I don't feel any safer when Republicans are in charge. So it's, it's just like a bunch of hypocrisy. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't get why people fall for that bullshit. Did I tell you about, there's this woman that comes to my, um, my gym and she, uh, she is terrible. She also dyes her hair, like, well, actually, if she was, like, a Gen Z person, I would actually be like, oh my god, your hair's so cute, but she is very much not. She's, like, in her, like, late 60s, maybe, and she has, like, purple-black hair 
but the two smallest pieces in the front that come straight down on either side of her eyes are like a yellow gold bleached like strips and it's like it's the weirdest hair to where she like just looks kind of evil only because of who she is really she's worn shirts like like the day after roe v wade was overturned i think i talked about this already she wore a shirt that said um um wait straight out of what did it say it said fuck i can't remember what it said but it was like a straight out of compton but it had to do with like abortion being bad so it was like appropriative and it was also like anti-abortion and it was just like so insensitive at the same time she's also worn the shirt that says my pronouns are patriot um oh no and then she she wears all lives matter shirts too um she's so gross and she is probably pro-guns and she the other day um was freaking out because somebody left the outside door to the pool area open because it was really hot in there and they were like we need to get some air in here and she started freaking out and she's like you gotta close that door you gotta close that door like someone could come in here and shoot us and we were like well yeah but (laughs) they're I mean they could come through the glass door too like they're that's not stopping them also like we don't have to live in fear by the way like we could just have less fucking guns but um It was just, like, really weird. Like, these people are all, like... They're all so scared, and they're so brainwashed, and it's crazy. They're acting crazy. So brainwashed. I... I really don't understand Republicans and their values. And I don't... And, like, the other thing that people say that, like, Republicans are good at is, like, the economy or, like, the reason to vote in Republicans is so that they'll fix inflation. It's just such bullshit. (laughs) How on earth is a Republican supposed to fix something like gas prices or inflation? Or, or, like, are they going to solve, like, the the Ukraine crisis? Because, I mean, that I will definitely vote for a Republican if they're going to do that. Um, are they going to change, like, wheat prices? Yeah, sure. If you can do that, I'll vote for you. But, like, I and also, like, it's not as if, like, they're, like, having a Republican president means that we're going to have, like, a sparkling economy anyway. We had, we had a great economy under Obama and Clinton, and we also had a shitty a, a economy under Bush. And so it's it's so I don't know like if people show down like people vote for Republicans like and they're just giving their vote to corporations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going on a rant now. So I, you can stop well, me. <laughs> no, it totally makes sense. The other thing I was thinking about today because they were saying that inflation's gone down seven point seven percent in October. Um, oh wow! And I was thinking like, but isn't there always like a rise in inflation during an election year? Like. I mean, it's just, like, whenever anything is, like, not for sure, um, I feel like things get a little bit pricey for a minute, like, and then, it, uh, I don't know, it's also, the, there's this other thing, Do you, what's that guy, um, uh, what's it called, Trump, what's Trevor Noah's show called? The Daily Show? The Daily Show, so, you know when they send correspondents out to, like, interview people on the street, and there's yeah. that tall white guy who's really funny, um... Jordan Klepper? 
I think so. Um, he's like single-handedly proven many a time that like chronological order means literally nothing to some of these people. Like he got someone to he got someone to say that um, that Obama was president during nine eleven. And he was like, are you sure about that? And he's like, yeah, it's his fault. And it was like, interesting. It's really interesting. And this is like a man in his like 40s. It's like he knows he if he really thought about it, he would be like, oh, wait, Obama wasn't president during 9-11. That was like, yeah, I think that was like the first uh, term for Bush Jr. Like it was like. So not yeah. Obama, so far off. It's like what? These people are crazy. Um, yeah. Wow. Oh my God. That is that is really dumb. There's so many politics. I don't even know what to say. Who's your politic? Wait. Let's take a break, and we'll be we'll come back after the break, and we'll talk more. Okay. Hi, Leela. Oh, you got a little sweater. I'm cold. I'm Leela. She's like, why, Mommy? Why? <laughs> you get cold so easily. That's You're wearing a nice. coat inside. No, I'm ridiculous, too. Oh, my God. I... I mean... I, I'm afraid that I can't go back to the North again, because, like... I mean, I am starting to come around to, like, living in the South. Like, I'm, like, I do get to wear a tank top and shorts, like, almost all year long. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's kind of awesome. But it is really hot here sometimes. Um, the other day I ate a bowl of soup and I, like, couldn't stop sweating. I thought I was going to die. I can't even, <laughs> like, eat hot foods. Yeah, it's it's way too hot in South Carolina. You need to find like a middle place. Ugh. Snow is awful. So is extreme heat. I know. Being burned to death is terrible. Being frozen alive is also terrible. Um, yeah. Same. Oh my god. I I ordered this book. I was. Um, I'm gonna say it the way I believe I pronounced their name. Um, Alok Manon. I ordered this little book. Um, it's called Beyond the Gender Binary. And oh. it's just like a little booklet. Alok Manon is a non-binary, um, uh, I think, poet and um, activist. Um, and Wait, yeah, on um, Jonathan Van Ness's show, wasn't Right yeah, they were on Jonathan Van Ness's yeah. show. Um, and what's funny, Jonathan Van Ness did not write on the back, but Billy Porter, Sam Smith, and Princess Nokia did. Um, and so this was actually That's like, awesome. they were like, for the first 500 people that like order it, um, we're going to send you a free copy of this new little pocket book. And I'm going to read it, but I'm so excited. I'm sure that 500 people have already ordered it, but it's only $8.99 in the U.S. So, I love it. Sam Smith said, when reading this book, all I feel is kindness. Oh. Oh, I know. It's so you sweet. Can start, 
you can start like a non-binary book club. Non-binary book club. And with in which I would be the only participant in town. I participate. All right. But I mean, like, if everyone was supposed to be non-binary in the book club, then it would be, like, just me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't maybe, know if like, find it could be... another. Well, it could be virtual. I, yeah. I would, yeah, definitely. I would be t- all about having a virtual book club, um, except that um, I think that a big part of fun, make book clubs being fun is drinking, and I absolutely hate virtual happy hours. I think they're terrible. (laughs) You're basically drinking by yourself. I can't. You know I have a problem drinking alone. I can't do it. I hate it. Are you drinking now? Um, Right now I'm drinking a Perrier. Um, I have kind of taken a little break from drinking. I was like so stressed out during our, our comedy show that Every time I went to drink, it just made me feel more anxious because it was almost like I was, like, trying to take my mind off of all the stuff. And my mind was going, like, no, there's too much shit to do. Um, So I've just kind of, like, taken a little mini break. And um, even, like, right after the show, like, we went out to, like, like, on Halloween, we went out to this costume event at the Marsh. And um, I just, like, didn't feel like... But I also realized that I really, like, need to be alone. Like, I need my alone time, and I haven't been getting a lot of that. So, um, like, after that Marsh Walk, like, event, I went home and took, like, a sit-down shower. And I, like, washed all my orifices. And, like, I even, like, shampooed. And I even conditioned, which I, like, never condition anymore because it makes my hair too poofy. Um, But I was just like, I need to wash this this comedy show off like it was so much work you're burying the lead a little bit like did did shall we tell people about the comedy show oh yeah we should oh we should because i did mention it when i recorded with chi chi but um i haven't released that yet (laughs) so i'm talking like (laughs) everyone knows so i did we did a comedy show um and all the money went to p flag and yeah it was to help the LGBTQIA plus community in our town in South Carolina and um, me and three queer comedians such as um, Ian A. Bear and Shauna Jarrett and <laughs> Jen Snyder. We all had a lot of fun telling jokes and a bunch of liberal people mostly, but a lot of my neighbors showed up and a lot of my neighbors are not liberal which made it very interesting because I wore like a dress for half the show and I was like, wow, I'm pretty sure they've never seen a penis haver in a dress before. (laughs) But it was fun. You're so stylish. It was so fun. People can watch it on the P-Flag Facebook page. Um, I think there were, we sold out the show, um, and I think like we made a capacity for the for the room, which was like 120 people, right? Uh, we did. Mm-hmm. We yeah, yeah, we were up there. Um, if you yeah. count like all the volunteers and sponsors, and you know everyone mm-hmm. there. Um, we made like six thousand dollars, over six thousand dollars, which yeah. smashed our stretch goal. Um, I'm so proud of 
you, me, and Lexi for putting that together because we got we did this with no money and uh, just like all of our cold hard kindness. Cold hard kindness. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> just being kind. Warm soft <laughs> kindness. <laughs> <laughs> and um just caring about some to do about spreading joy and bringing change to this little community that we i used to call home it was a lot i I, I mean it means a lot to me to do it um i definitely like at one point i was telling oh is there a but (laughs) did you say but but you also had a panic attack (laughs) (laughs) i had one really bad one and then one like a couple mini ones (laughs) yeah um, and we all had stress nightmares at at different points yeah we all had stress nightmares um and uh no but i was uh, there was a point when i was telling my mom that like it feels like we're doing all this all this work so that the future can be a lot brighter for younger people. Um, but some of the things we're trying to achieve for them, like we still don't even have for ourselves. And it's nowhere near the battle that like mm-hmm. the gays and the lesbians and the queers and the trans people fought before us. Because, I mean, they were fighting for their fucking lives. Um, but I still feel a little bit like we're we're paving the way for people that um, will will only have the rights if we if we help to preserve them or earn them, like right now. So um, that was really poignant. Well, it's it's um, it's and, yeah. And Scott Debo still won school board. <laughs> he was like the whole reason. Well, they why we started this, didn't they? Isn't are it? doing a recount. Like, oh, thank God. Um, they're doing a recount. And by the way, I don't think he's a member at my gym anymore. Oh. I'm also not employed at the company that suspended me because I talked shit about him. That was all true. So I'm not really sure <laughs> if there's anything holding me back any longer. Um, but they found that there's all these really weird things happening um, with the ballots for that. Um, really? Basically, what? there were a bunch of people who were given ballots with names that weren't like appearing. Like there weren't all the all the options weren't there. Oh no way! Wow, what's, that's terrible. What's weird is I had someone say that to me that they were doing a recount because of that, or or they were doing a recount anyway because it was close, but that that was coming up for some reason, and then. I remembered that I was talking to one of my students' husbands the other day, and I, I was he was asking me, he's like, I don't even know who won school board. Like, can you, do you, do you know? Because I just voted, and I, I, I wasn't paying attention. And I said, oh, this person and this person. And I was like, he was like, who's that? And I was like, oh, it's, you, you could pick two people from this, you know, from the at-large category, because there's two seats to fill at-large, and then there's one seat that's specifically for this part of the county for school board. And he was looking at me like, those names weren't on my ballot. And I was like, this was before I heard about names being omitted. So then I said to the person who told me about that, "Uh, I know a person who that happened to. 
And then I was like, cool. what is going on? For shit. And I don't like, I don't like, because right now the, it's like the people calling out like that there's election issues. Like those people are all assholes. I don't like to be mm. that person. But it does seem like, it does seem like people only call out that there's election issues when things aren't going the way they want it to. Um, but I'm just making well, an observation that this is what I was told. Yeah. I mean, it's gone smoothly most every other time since since then, since this past one. So yeah. it's pretty incredible. So like the fact that there was like one blip out of all these other elections is is not like a it's it's just like not statistically something that we need to worry about but it does suck though that like that happened it does and um but we don't know i think i think we're gonna know like by i think they're gonna do a recount like tomorrow or something Um, yeah i don't know and and hopefully the fact that i didn't vote it might be (laughs) it might come down to one vote I came down to my votes on my fault. I think it's. I think it has come down to like four votes in reality. Yeah. But also there was like, yeah. like Lexi was like, "Who the fuck wrote a name in?" Like, there's like, That's there's so like funny. six write-ins or something, and they're like, "What name do they write in?" <laughs> I mean, it was. It was kind of like the lesser of two evils, like you had to vote for, and I hate that so much about our system. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was like someone who's anti-gay and anti-people of color, or someone who's just anti-gay. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, I guess that yeah. one. <laughs> I guess I understand why people do write-ins then, but it's. It's pretty garbage. Yeah, I think that's like another one of my takeaways about this whole election thing is that like you can only you often have to choose between like the lesser two evils, but there's also like so much money involved always. Um, like people say like, oh, this is democracy work this time because like it it like there wasn't like widespread confusion about like who like the winners were, at least like in most other places, but like. It's just, it's not actually democracy when you have like hundreds of millions of dollars being thrown towards candidates. Um, and like you're spending all this money for ads and for favors. And it's just so disgusting. It's like if I wanted to run for any sort of office, like I wouldn't be able to do that unless I like can can milk like millions of dollars off of people. It's disgusting. Right. It's, this is not democracy. Well, what is this guy who won Pennsylvania? Fetterman or whatever? Yeah, I actually like him. Is he an underdog? Like, is he, did he, like, kind of a Bernie Sanders thing where he is, like, millions of $1 donations or? So he's, like, he, he uses that image of him being, like, an everyday, like, I wear a, a hoodie and I'm and, and jeans and I'm really tall. I'm I'm gonna fight for you, the the little man. Um, but he he went to Harvard and he was lieutenant governor. So he's 
and he, I think he came for money. He was like the mayor of some town in Pennsylvania, and because of that, his salary was really low. So he lived off of his parents until his forties. So like he comes from money. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's. It, it wasn't like a case of like Bernie Sanders where people were just contributing like dollar here and there. Like he had like the establishment behind him. Um, but he's always so, worn a hoodie. Like he's worn it throughout being mayor, lieutenant governor. He just never wore a suit or what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I didn't know who this person was until like he started never running heard for of him. senator. I just, I yeah. was like, I saw a picture of him and I thought, who the fuck is this guy? Like wearing a hoodie, and why is he running against Doctor Oz? And I was like, <laughs> is this a fucking? Is it literally that anyone could be president now? Like, what is going on? What is going on? Uh, I mean, it's better. I mean, I like John Fetterman. Like, he, the, his policies are some are are things that I agree with. He he um he wants to legalize marijuana. He is like he's hard on um tough policing. Like, he doesn't believe in like the military militarization of the police. Um, he supports fracking though, which is just stupid. But, like, a lot of the things that he believes in politically are very, very liberal. So that is good for um, Pennsylvania or for, like, people like us who care about these issues. Um, but, like, I – and I actually think that more people um, who are regular everyday Joes um, should be running for office Um because, like, a lot of the reason why people in Pennsylvania voted for him is because they, they thought that he was very just average Joe. And he also had a stroke during the campaign that, like, nearly killed him. But he was able to bounce back from it. And he kind of used it as a way to say, like, hey, look, like, a lot of people who go out there have had heart attacks or strokes. And they show up to work every day, even, even though they have a disability. So... That was actually kind of cool, and it made people like him even more. Yeah. Um, so well, it's also I, like I I don't think he's the first politician running in a, a campaign that's had a stroke. Like, it's so stressful. Yeah. Like I, I, th- I think they tried to cover up Hillary Clinton having a stroke or something once. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. She had she to had have like, like a cold. Yeah, she she's like, she was like, and her brain did something crazy, and they were like, oops, um, she's just, uh, she had too much hot sauce or something, <laughs> and now she's taking a nap. I don't know, it was weird, but, um, I mean, it's funny, too, when people get all, they try to say, well, do we really want to, you know, elect someone who could possibly just, like, die in the first, like, 100 days or something, and it's like... There are systems in place to like if a if a elected official dies, like there is someone to step into their place and like they might even yeah. hold another election, like just to find someone, but depending on what the position is. But um I don't know, it's so stupid. I mean, we literally have been electing presidents in their seventies for the last like two presidents. Yeah. Like Yeah. Joe Biden's going to be 80 soon. They can't get any older. Like, honestly, they just really can't. 
I don't want to run the country when I'm 80. I don't even want to run the country, like, now. I mean, oh my god, do you think, this is my question, how many naps a day do you think Joe Biden takes? I hope he takes at least four. I was going to say two, but that's... I mean, I'm I'm assuming anytime they're like on Air Force One, he's like snoozing. Anytime, like, you know, he's in the Oval Office, yeah. he shuts his eyes for a few minutes. Yeah. Do you think you could ever run for office? I do think I could. I don't think I want to be president, but um, I wouldn't mind being like a senator. Oh, that'd be really hot. Or a congressperson. A state congressperson? Like, you want to, like, run this in the state house, or do you want to be in D.C.? Um, I think I'd rather be in D.C. I basically want to be Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ooh, yeah. You should, like, move back to New York and start and primary against her. No, I don't want to run against her. I want to be, like, BFFs oh, okay. with her. Like... Oh, you want to be in the squad with her? I think that's so hot. Um, I think so. I just think, like, I've been in positions as of late that where I, like, kind of got to take some leadership and um, tell people this and that. And, um, and then also, like, I think that... I think I would be really good at representing the interests of the people in my community. Like, I feel like... Um, I mean, unless I ran for office in the current community I'm living in, I don't know that the majority interest would be mine, but <laughs> obviously I would move somewhere <laughs> where, um, you know, I, I agreed with the people in my community. Yeah. And then I represent them. Yeah. Is yeah, that an ideal you world? On, you could be on like a town council. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe. Town and town. I'm also thinking though, that like small, small small time politics might I might just get like really upset and bored and just like frustrated with how petty it is like I might want to uh, do something bigger so I'm not obviously you can't start at the top I can't just become a governor <laughs> but maybe I could become a mayor and then become a lieutenant governor and then become a governor yeah, you definitely need to like start somewhere unless you're Donald Trump I didn't go to Harvard but um Neither did Donald Trump. Mm -mm. So there's that. Um, yeah. So let me tell you something crazy that happened. Um, Go on. You'll, you'll recall that I had issues with my phone because my phone was too full. And I told yes. you um, that, like, I went to Verizon and he told me that I had, like, 576 downloaded podcasts on my phone. <laughs> and I said, crazy. I didn't even know that they downloaded when I was listening to them. Um, <laughs> he said that I, of my 256 gigabytes, of, like, 247 was full. I later realized <laughs> that more than that was full. He was just, like, being <laughs> nice. Um... And he suggested I um, go through all my text messages um, and just, like, delete old ones. And, you know, because, like, if you have a picture on your phone in your pictures and then you send it to someone, now you have the same picture twice in your phone. It takes up the, the space of two pictures. 
And then if you send yeah. it to a million more people, and that includes like GIFs and memes and whatever, screenshots. If they've ever been in a text thread, they're taking up space on your phone. So I'm like, oh my God, I never delete my text messages. And I was able to go back to 2018 in my text messages. So that's like five years of texts. Yeah. Um, all sorts of texts with so many dick pics. Um, <laughs> today, Lexi asked me, we were at the donut shop and she asked me, she's like, what percentage of your phone is penis? And I said, <laughs> that's impossible to say, um, but it's more penis than phone. I was gonna I was gonna ask if it was like more than like fifty percent, but that definitely sounds it's a like lot it of is. penis. And I still I think I still haven't checked in with anybody as to like how many dick pics I've deleted off my phone, but it's a lot and that purge continues. I just haven't felt like purging dicks lately because all I want is dicks in me. So I'm That's I have not. Sweet. But um okay, so I went back and found all these old text messages and um, a lot of the texting I was doing in 2018, I think that was before my parents retired because I think they retired at the beginning of 2020. So I was doing like a lot of texting of like hot, sexy boys. And okay. um, so um, I found a lot of these conversations and I decided that for some of them, like a lot of them it was just like, we were talking, we were having a really good conversation, and then we just, like, stopped talking, and I'm not sure why. So I was like, maybe I'll see if these guys will respond if I text them, you know, four or five years later. Um, and I'd just be like, hey, you remember me, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I've done that with a few of these guys. Um, uh-huh. One guy was like, oh, I've, you know, I, I, I think it didn't work out between us because he lived in Charleston and it was like, he told me he was too ADHD to like drive to see me. So I was going to have to like drive to see him. Um, and I was like, I feel like we could just meet halfway. He's like, no, I have too much. I'm too ADHD. Like I'll, I'll drive my car into like a tree. I'll get so bored. And I was <laughs> like, okay, this seems really wow. petty. I was like, why don't oh you just take, a, just take a riddle in and then like you can come and like fuck me with your riddle and penis. Like, and anyway, so that didn't work out. But I messaged him. He's since moved to Austin, which is like even further away than Charleston. Um, ah. So I don't think that's going to work out. Um, there was another guy who was, um, he was a horticulturist. Um, and I remember he lived in this town in the middle of South Carolina where like there was a botanical gardens or something. And, um, he was like really tall and cute. And I was like, we were having a delightful conversation. And I was like, oh my God, a horticulturist would be like the best boyfriend for me. Like, oh my God. And I'm going to Google horticulture and see what it means. But I knew it had to do with plants. And so um, we had a lovely conversation and then it just ended. And I think it maybe it ended with me like messaging him like two or three times being like, hey, how's it going? And then no reply. So I was like, OK, this guy's over me. So anyway, I messaged him the other day 
And because I kind of thought, like, why didn't this work out? Like, did I say something to offend him? I mean, that happens a lot, I guess. Um, and so he was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, who is this? And I explained myself. And he's like, oh, I do remember you. Um, <laughs> and he said, well, I said, how you doing? He said, well, life's different. Um, he was like, I, I have since been fired from that job. And I moved back to Ohio. Um, and then a, b- a bunch of bad shit happened. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, and so then he said, oh, I, you know, I went back and found our conversations on OkCupid because, like, you know, you start on OkCupid and then, like, um, it's just, like, their app sucks so much that you have to, like, go over to texting. So you, like, give them your number and switch over. Um, but he's like, I found, I found our conversation on OkCupid, so I do kind of, I'm seeing your pictures, I remember you. And I was like, oh, I should go find him on OkCupid, because I just want to see his pictures, and maybe he's posted some new ones. Um, And I noticed something that I did not notice originally, and I will tell you in a second what that was. Um, I wasn't sure if it was something that had always been the case, or if it was a new thing, Um, because I have missed things like this in the past when seeing pictures of people online. Um, Okay. this guy... Um, has had both of his legs amputated from the thighs down. Oh, wow! That's like a really big thing to miss. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, because I went in on his profile to see, like, what's he written? Has he written something about losing his legs? And he was like, yep, I lost my legs. <laughs> and I was like... He ignored that entirely. I was like, oh my god, like... So after we talked, you lost your job, moved home, lost your legs. I don't know how he lost his legs, but I was like, holy shit. And then I decided to go through our old conversations. And like, Uh you know, when you're talking and whatever, you like talk a lot about like, what's your body look like? Like, what's your penis look like? We were talking about body and he was like, we didn't actually show each other our penises, but he was like, um... Yeah, yeah, I like my body all right. Like, I'm a little hairy, like, whatever. He's like, I really don't like my torso very much. Um, it's just kind of like, whatever. He's like, but what I really like is my legs. Oh, no! And I was like, was this, this might have been the last documented case of him loving his legs before... Because you don't know, because you're talking to someone, and then they don't talk to you anymore, and you're thinking to yourself, like, well, what happened? Why isn't he talking to me? Maybe he got oh. run over by a car the next day. Like, I don't know when he lost his legs. Did he Did he lose his job after he lost his legs? I don't know, because I feel like I can't ask him more questions about it, you know, like... I feel so bad for him. I do, too. I don't- I did not expect the story to turn out this way. It's so, it's so, it's so like, really? (laughs) Like, this is, this is life? Is this real life? Wow. I, I don't know what to say. That's what (laughs) shitty. I mean, but I, what I got out of it was, I was like, I was like, okay, you should, you should love your whole fucking body because like, if we're put on this planet to, like, 
learn to love ourselves or whatever, to learn lessons and experience all the things. Like, if you're going to lose some part of your body, of course it's going to be the part of your body that you loved. Like, you're not going to lose the part of bo- your body you hate. You're going to have to be, you're going to be left with only that. And then you're going to have yeah. to learn to fucking love it. I know. Oh, man. I really love my legs, but, yeah. <laughs> but you also love I, your torso. I love my torso. I love... And I I just... I'm going to give an extra love my body today. Just going <laughs> to love myself tonight. You're going to do some extra snow angels. <laughs> um, yeah. I, that is, was that your sexy thing for no. the conversation? No. Not even, um, but okay. I think that some of the some of the guys that I've reconnected with, like one guy was like, I really don't know why we stopped talking. I, I don't know why any of us stopped talking. I mean, we must have just lost interest or something. But this guy is like really cute. Um, and I also think that this was all pre-COVID, right? So I think that like some of these guys were maybe like, they weren't desperate enough. I wasn't desperate enough. But now we've gone through, like, nuclear winter. You know, we've gone through a pandemic. We've been, like, for a lot of reasons, I don't think a lot of us have been having sex. And I mean us as in, like, queer queer men around here. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh... I mean, it's already... It was already, like, slim pickings. And then a pandemic happened and then the monkeypox happened and what's funny is I haven't even thought about monkeypox for like I talked about it with Chi Chi I think but like I haven't talked about it since then um mm-hmm. or like before before that for like maybe three months since like the big the big outbreak happened and everyone's like ah um, we talked about monkeypox you and I yeah you and I talked about it but that mm-hmm. was like that was like months ago right it just time yeah. has been flying by, but um, but yeah. So there's all all these things. So I think that, like, I messaged this one guy. He's super cute. His name is Bradley, and he like was basically like, "When can we fuck?" And I was like, "Oh my god, like tomorrow?" He's like, "Sure." What? So not not I mean not exactly, but like we are planning to fuck or like do something sexual. Like I think in the next two weeks. Amazing! I'm so happy for you. But you feel I, I think the, the your all your your things were leading to like oh my god, like I I that there's been such like a pause in activity that you, it feels foreign to you. Oh yeah, it's gonna be super weird. I mean, I don't actually think that like I and I said to him, I said like, should we have like a date? And he was like, well, I'm not really looking for a relationship. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm not either. I just. I really need to meet you before we just hook up. Like, it's been such a long time since we I've hooked up with anybody. I really just need to, like, maybe have coffee. And then, like, if we feel anything good in, the, in that first... Plus, like, he said he lives with his brother. I live with my parents. Um, oh, this was really funny. He said, do you live alone? I said, no, I live with my parents. And he goes, oh, how old are you? And I was like, oh, bitch... I was like, I'm 36. He's like, oh, no judgment. I just wanted to know. And I was like, yeah, right. I was like, listen, bitch, COVID-19, whatever. Um, but, Did he tell you how old he is? Oh, he's like 37. Um, okay. 
but he rents an apartment or uh, he shares a house with his brother. So it's like a little bit more distinguished than what I'm doing. But um, basically, I'm like, yeah, we should probably fuck at your place or just like oh. wherever we have coffee, we'll have sex in the bathroom. I'm excited for you. Don't don't uh, psych yourself out too much about it because it's gonna feel like riding a bike. It's going to feel like, um, hopefully better than Plus riding. A, yeah, better than riding a bike. I don't love the feeling of riding a bike, um, but yeah, I hope I. It's like it's like riding a bike that slaps me in my genitals like with a feather repeatedly. Ooh. I'm so happy for your genitals. I'm so happy for them, too. Um, you're probably going to get laid before I do, though. Uh, Viv comes in on the 21st, so if all goes well, then I will be having lots of um, lots of sex. Lots of snow sex. <laughs> Is the bathtub you're oh. currently um, using big enough for two bodies? Oh, totally. Totally. Oh, so hot. Yeah. I feel, I feel like much more entitled to be a loafing around here and sexing around this house now that like I've been stranded here with, without a car, just spent a lot of money on a rental. So I'm yeah. just gonna like fuck open like all the whiskey and eat all the food and have all the sex in the house. Yeah. It's like a funny thing when you're in like a family home or something you for like the first couple days like you're alone you think like oh someone could come back like they maybe they forgot their something and they have to come back but once you've been there alone for days and like you know cabin fever is beginning to set in you're kind of just like i don't even care if they come home and i'm just like lying naked in the snow with their whiskey bottle in my cooch (laughs) or something it's like you let me live here you know that i'm terrible um wait so how did you meet this person again the 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 man you're hooking up with his name is bradley i think it's safe to say um well i don't know i think it was another one of those like met on okcupid started texting and then um but yeah i mean he's just like kind of cute again okay i'll show you a picture he kind of looks like he might murder me. Um, you have a thing for those kind of guys. Yeah, so maybe then we transition into the segment known as Would He Murder Me? Okay. Um, there was another couple of cute guys. I mean, there was a bunch of cute guys. Um, and some of them didn't even respond. I mean, it's been five years. Um, some people get new phones. You know, there's all sorts of things so does he look like can you see i don't know is my camera working he's really cute yeah he's cute he's kind of looks like will arnett oh yeah he kind of does he has like he's got like a little nose little face he's got blue eyes which is nice also that picture was sent was that picture sent recently i think that picture was sent like back in the day that was like five years ago he might look completely different now I should probably ask for a newer picture or maybe that was just recently sent 
Oh, it was. Just kidding. But it's probably not. You know, he's probably catfishing me. It's probably, like, old. But, um... Yeah, so that's exciting. And I, I mean... I'm also just, like... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I've been talking to this guy that I, I dated... A, I went on a couple dates with, like... A while back, again. I really don't like him. He's got really big hair. Um... <laughs> it's like, unnecessary. What do you mean by that? He's got unnecessarily like he makes his hair bigger on purpose. Um, like kind of like a fair faucet big or like fro big or um, mullet big. It's like here. Let me find a picture. It's like he. I don't know. It's like he puts mousse in it and then just kind of like makes it stand on end. Okay, this is his hair. Oh! <laughs> like, stuck my finger in a light socket. He looks like a racer head. He is. I feel like he could... And then there's this one where it's not so big, but it still looks like he's wearing, like, a toupee on top of a toupee. Oh. oh. And I think he's got, I, like, I think... kind of a long face. He's kind of putting his personality in his hair, which is fine. A lot of us do that. But, um, I mean, if he's still a cutie, <laughs> even with his eraser head. Well, I also remember, I mean, there's nothing wrong with him other than that. Um, but I, I do remember that one time, like, we were at that gay bar. Um, I hadn't, I'd, like, met him and some other people there. And, um... I was just, like, not feeling him and I, really. And then, like, this other guy was there who was really cute, and I started talking to him on the dance floor, and then, like, I kept trying to, like, run away from the first guy and, like, avoid him so I could talk to the second guy. And then the first guy kept popping up and being like, Hey, what's up? And I kept being like, Ah! Like, no! Ah, uh, no! <laughs> Wait, this is a picture where he looks kind of good. Aw, yeah, I like that one. I mean, he he's more cute. Normal. I don't know. I think I might hang out with him based on this picture alone. Totally. But yeah, so there's some stuff. Plus, I think that my... I think that I was told by a mutual person that I know, this guy and I both know, that he's exclusively like a power bottom and I am like, uh, I'm not, I'm not exclusively anything, but I don't, like, know that I can handle someone who's exclusively a thing. Because then I just feel like I have to do a thing, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to feel like I have to do that thing. I think you should just go out with him, see where things go. But I think all in all, I'm encouraged by, like, all these sexy things that you're doing, like, putting feelers out there, going on dates, uh, reaching out to folks. I like that a lot. I like it, too. Um, I think I've gotten, like, I'm having a spring awakening this fall. <laughs> a fall awakening. I love it. Have you yeah, heard? You're have you heard falling that? forward. Have you heard that, um, like, daylight savings is not going to happen anymore? Um, 
I, I did hear about that because the Senate voted to just have standard time, but like the House did not agree on that. And um, so we're still going to uh, switch back and forth until oh. we figure shit out. Well, that's fucking terrible. I was so excited. Yeah. I fucking hate it so much. I think it's literally bad for my health to like twice a year just change the time like it's totally normal. <laughs> Do you feel exhausted or just wacky? Um, it does. I think it, I'm not sure how much I like know about circadian rhythms, but like it, yeah, I feel, well, it's always easier in the fall, obviously, but in the spring, I feel like it's a, a kick in my fucking ass. And I also think that like, I'm already like kind of fucked up because of my allergies in the spring so to take mm-hmm. away a, a an hour of sleep is like oh Jesus, this uh, yeah. Well, this this daylight savings time or whatever this November standard time standard right. Um, I woke up extra early and I, w- I I completely forgot. Of course, I woke up extra early and I was like oh cool and I did, I took my time to get ready for work and everything because you know I don't work till like noon on Sundays and then. Um, I was like, I was like looking at the, the, the time on the, the oven or the microwave or whatever, you know, that doesn't change automatically. And I was like, oh shit, I gotta go. I gotta go like now to work. Like, I'm just gonna have to take my breakfast with me. Um, and then I looked at my phone and was like, wait a second, what? And then I finally understood that I just didn't change the clocks. But, um, so I had a whole hour. I was like an hour early for everything on Sunday. And I, I don't, I like being that early way less than I like being late. Like, it just is like, what am I going to do for an hour? Yeah, I, I hear you on the time change. I was like, just really hungry at odd hours. Like, I mean, uh-huh. right now I currently eat food at like 530 because I don't have anything else to do. I have no, I have nothing to do, but eat and sleep. But yeah, the other day I was hungry at like 430 <laughs> yeah just felt like an eight year old well and i if i don't sleep enough the next day i like get so hungry like my body's like you need to like synthesize some form uh-huh. of energy like now like any way you can and i just feel totally. like okay well give me like all that leftover halloween candy then mm-hmm. please well get some candy I ate so much Halloween candy. Okay, so for our comedy show, we had some, like, big daddy sponsors. Um, One of them was my therapist. And uh, we created swag bags for, for those sponsors. And I basically bought, like, a $15 bag of candy bars that was, like... I don't know how much that even weighed. Like, I feel like it weighed, like, five pounds. Um... And then just decided I would split it evenly between the sponsors, the big sponsors, but we only had two. And I thought like maybe we'd get like a third, but we never did. So, um, I just split that 15 pound or five pound or whatever it was bag of candy between two swag bags. And then I put like a t-shirt on top and a pair of Ouija board socks and like a sticker. And I was like, there you go. There's your swag bag. Um, so I told my therapist Todd about the swag bag and he's like what's in it and I said well it's you know it's like a bunch of candy and like a t-shirt and whatever and he was like oh well 
He's like, can you just donate it to someone? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need all that candy, man. And I was like, well, fuck. I was like, that means I'm going to have to eat it. And then I'm going to have to fucking talk to you about it. So my therapist offloaded all this candy on me. And I'd already been eating candy out of his bag like all week because I was stressed. But it was so much more. Like one day my mom caught me just sitting at the dining room table. Like I'd eaten like like three Reese's cups, like four Rolos, like three Whoppers and like two boxes of Milk Duds. Oh, man, are you eating your feelings, or are you just bored? Well, there's a thing that people like me do, where, like, if you just have a bunch of shitty food in the house, you just, like, have to get rid of it. So you just, like, eat it really fast and poop it out, and then it's gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning to treat food. There's no bad food. All food is neutral. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, so you shouldn't feel bad about eating that candy. Right. Until I, think, I think that's hard. Until your teeth are literally falling out of your head. Yeah. Which I don't have that issue, but some people do. Um, you can you can compensate, but not compensate. You'll just have a salad next time because you love it. Well, and that's one thing I, I definitely do now. Like, if I see a fruit or a vegetable and it looks appealing to me, I buy it. I'm like, yes. Because how fucking often is that going to happen? Like... So today mm-hmm. I bought, like, a salad. I was, like, it had, like, corn. It had, like, tomato and, like, cucumber and some fresh mozzarella. And it had, like, radicchio. I told Lexi it was ridic- ridiculous. I was, like, I really have to buy it. <laughs> and she went, like, okay. <laughs> that was her response. It was her response to my gorgeous wordplay. Um <laughs> But I ate that salad in my car before I did 30 minutes of cardio. And I've been doing cardio because I honestly think it saves my mental health. Like, it's it's so good for releasing endorphins. And like I said to somebody recently, like, I just need to release more good chemicals because my body has had, like, a lot of, like, sad, depressing chemicals in it lately. Yeah, you and we both get to just relax a bit more now that we don't have to worry about the show. Yeah. Just like, also, we're going to celebrate when I get into town next month. So, yeah. um, oh my God, I can't even yeah. believe that. You're going to be here in like, what's today's date? You're going to be here. Mm. What day do you fly in again? The 12th. So you're going to be here in almost exactly a month from today, or two days from now. Yeah. That's so exciting. Um, and we're going to have so much fun. We're going to do a sexy gift exchange. Yes. Yeah, I'm your naughty Santa. Yeah, you're my naughty Santa. I'm Lexi's naughty Santa, and she's your not right? She's your naughty Santa? Correct. And, um... We encourage everyone listening to buy sex toys for their loved ones this year. Um, Well, that became a big thing during COVID, and I think that it should continue. It's a good tradition, I think. Um, Also, like, I think that it could also just be, like, 
Well, I'm not sure, like, what way we should go with this. Like, if it should be, like, sex toys that, like, we think the person would really genuinely enjoy and use often, or if it should just be something we think is, like, educational, or if we think it's just going to be funny to unbox. Oh, I already know what I'm getting you, so... Don't, don't tell me. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm excited. It's, um, it's neither of... It's not, not educational. <laughs> it's... Okay. Interesting. Give me three guesses. No I'm kidding. Do you have anything else you want to share with us? Um, I'm going to get married in January. Oh my god. Well, we'll... I'm still waiting to see that to believe it. Um, okay. But are you getting married in England? I'm going to get married in Denmark, maybe. Oh my or god. possibly Gibraltar. Or like talking to a, a, a wedding planner and everything. Okay, I don't know where Gibraltar is. Is that in France? It's um, an imaginary Spain. place that the Beatles made up, but it turns out um, it's a real place um, after doing some research. It's south of Spain. Okay, so it's like, but is it like part of that country or is it like its own country? It's it's uh, it's a colony of the UK. So like they use the pound, they all speak English. Um it's it's kind of like um, England, but on a rock. Do they allow pit bulls? No. Oh, no. Terrible Eli place. Are you guys Eli thinking about living in Gibraltar? No, we wouldn't. No, the reason why um, uh, Viv and I are getting married is because we want to live together somewhere in America. Oh. Can I just trade my citizenship with him? Like, he could be American and I'll be English? Um, what could happen is you... I could I could marry him, get his uh, citizenships, and then I could marry you, and then you can get my citizenships. Can it... Does it transfer that way? Can you be married to different people in different countries? No. <laughs> Why not? Who's stopping me? I had, to divorce. I had to divorce Viv first. Well, here's hoping that you never get divorced um, once you've gotten married, unless you want to, of course. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so before we're finished, who is the number one politic from this whole midterms? Wow. Um, definitely. Uh, ooh. That's really hard. Uh, for one, you kept bringing up that Hokel guy or Verkel or what his name is. Herschel Walker. Yeah. Definitely, Herschel Walker is number one. But I was trying to think, like, if I, if like Carrie Lake was like a bigger politic than Herschel Walker. But yeah, Herschel Walker is number one politic. Um, followed by J.D. Vance and then Carrie Lake. There you go. Um, how, about, how about that fucking maniac who's running in Arizona? Um, yeah, Carrie Lake. Wait, what? Um, she's running for governor. No, 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 but there's a man running. Maybe it's not Arizona. Maybe it's a, a different... Mid southwestern state. He's like a skinny, tall guy, and he's like new on the scene, but he's like insane. And he's a Trumper, and he like 
Is wants... it Blake Masters? Because we don't like him either. Yeah, fucking Blake Masters. God <laughs> damn it. Where's he Arizona at? is but... the worst. Is that Arizona? Uh, yeah, it is Arizona. Wait, was he, is he Arizona. up against Kerry Lake? No, he's running for... For, for Congress, or I don't know what he's running for, but um, it also sucks. I don't know uh, if it's Senate. It must be a repo- uh, representative because, uh, um, yeah, Mark Kelly is running for Senate against some idiot Republican. They're all idiots, aren't they? If they're Republican. You, do you know who's running in every single state? No, I don't. No, I don't. Not at all. Just the Republicans. Just if I hate them. Yeah. If they made your shit list. Um, yeah. <laughs> my... But Herschel Walker is definitely the worst. I don't know why anybody would vote for him. Um, I My biggest politics are Governor Abbott, because I fucking hate him. Obviously DeSantis. I wish we could, like, put them both on a sinking ship and they just, like, get eaten by sharks. Um, yeah. And then yeah. whoever defeated Stacey Abrams... Oh, <laughs> you are really against governors, Republican governors. That's uh, Brian Kemp. He's the current governor. So, yeah, absolutely. N- things they all the Republican governors stayed Republican governors. So, well, Masters, Mc, wait, what's the name? Greg McMasters. What's the South Carolina governor? Henry McMasters. Henry McMasters is still our governor. Yes. Yeah. And, Joe Cunningham did not do well. Oh, Joe Cunningham is so hot. You know, he's so hot. I like, agree. Ugh, I would let he's, him do things. He's too good for South Carolina. But is he a is he a South Carolinian? Is he like this is his home? Like he wants to make it better. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, a congressman, and he did really great things, and then he lost to Nancy Mace, and Nancy Mace got reelected this past election, too, so. Well, Cunningham uh, did win 40% of the vote, which is, like, pretty amazing in a red state. Is it? I think so. It was close. It was pretty close. I mean... I don't think there's that many liberals where I live, and right. everyone around here yeah. is like transplants from uh, up north. Is so red. I was looking at the breakdown, and it's it's heavily Republican. Yeah, it's really, really quite intense living here. Anyway. I didn't vote. The whole the whole kicker is I never got my absentee ballot, so I didn't even. I, I don't you, even have a voice in this. <laughs> you made it sound like they were. You were like, it's going to be easier to vote absentee. Like, I bet you they went through all of the hassle of sending it to you. They probably like expedited it, and then the minute the plane landed in Montana, it like got put on the back of a horse drawn carriage, or like a honing pigeon, and it's like still somewhere. Like stuck in a drift. It's it's gonna bounce back to South Carolina. I feel so bad for not voting. Um, so everything I say doesn't matter. You can just delete the podcast. We're gonna delete it. Now you were very um, you you knew us so much that I didn't know, and 
Oh, I hope someone will write in and tell us that we were both wrong and uh, yeah. challenge our opinions. Totally. I love being your political correspondent on the show. I know. I know. We have to come up with like a fun, cute little name for you, like Priscilla Politico. Yeah. Priscilla. Yeah, like um, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about renaming the podcast, but I don't know how I would do that or if I should. Oh, no. Oh, I don't. I like your podcast name. I do, too. But every once in a while, I think, like, with sex in the title, it feels like there's so much pressure to talk about sex. And there's so many other things that I want to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. But all the things, like, when we talk about politi- politics, I always say that it, it, these kinds of things affect our bodies. Like, the the decisions that our, our political leaders make and our lawmakers make, like, affect our bodies and our lives um, and our, our communities. So it's, like, important to talk about this shit. Definitely. And we talk about sexy things, too. It's important to be smart and slutty. Yeah! Well, the other thing... The other thing I'm realizing is that there's all these podcasts out that aren't, they aren't sex podcasts, but they talk about sex just as much as we do, and some of them are, like, quite raunchy. Mm. Like, even, like, even, like, Chelsea Handler gets sexy sometimes. She totally does. Yeah, I like it. So, well, there was, what did I say that would be a good podcast name? I don't know. Dear Drew. Dear Drew. I, I, mean, I, I would call it that if anybody would write in. <laughs> okay, let me let me thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thanks, Priscilla. It's so nice to see you. I can't wait to see your face in person. I'll see you in person in a month. Bye. Bye. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for listening. And just a reminder again to please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast to support us. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at MakeSexPod, on Instagram at MakeSexWithMePodcast. And you can send us an email if you would want to. If you would please send us an email at MakeSexWithMePodcast at gmail.com. And I hope that you all are filling your holes with whatever makes you happy. Bye-bye.